Yeah. Deshaun Watson is at Houston Texans camp. 22 sexual assault allegations and all. And the Texans are looking for bidders for Watson. Should teams be looking to trade for the trouble Deshaun Watson? Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Three first-round picks, additional players. That reportedly is what the Houston Texans are looking for for Deshaun Watson. It's Watson season. It is open season. And I'm just wondering, should NFL teams be pursuing him 22 sexual assault civil suits and all? Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Start to your work week here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Phillips Point Towers downtown West Palm Beach off of the sparkly crystal clear intracoastal. A lot to do today until 1 o'clock, and we are back in the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Coquel is back from ACC Media Days in Charlotte. I am back from Indianapolis, Big Ten Media Days, and we'll have stories. We'll get into our trips here later on throughout the course of the week. Uh, but Deshaun Watson is at Texans camp. This is a name that we haven't heard now for the last several weeks, and if you recall, Coquel, back in April, that's all we talked about was daily another two sexual assault allegations, another five sexual assault allegations. Are there going to be criminal proceedings? Are there going to be civil suits? Well, in case you don't remember, just to refresh your memory, there are currently still 22 civil suits out there against Deshaun Watson, all of them related to massages that Deshaun Watson had uh, booked, mostly via social media, And then these incidents took place. So that's where we stand now. Before that, to refresh your memory, this was going to be an epic offseason where teams were going to be bidding and bidding big-time value for Deshaun Watson. He requested a trade. He wanted out. number of teams were linked to him. And now we find out today, via the NFL Network first and then ESPN subsequently, that there is now a market that the Houston Texans have at least been listening. The Houston Texans have at least been opening up some potential dialogue after they were ardent that they were not going to trade him. They were not going to deal him. It appears as if, well, they are going to try and unload him. Why would Deshaun Watson show up to camp if he wants to be traded? Well, he doesn't want to get fined. He doesn't want to lose out daily fines. And, honestly... It puts pressure on the Texans to try and do something because they don't want him around either. Like, they do not want him around. Every day he's there, it's, that's the topic of conversation yep. for the entire organization. We talk about it. You know when we watch the NFL draft and people ask, why did the team take the full 15 minutes? Because they want that exposure, that mm-hmm. brand. Well, when camp's open, teams want that brand. They want that exposure because it's been a long offseason. They don't want this exposure. No, 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 not at all. And Deshaun Watson 
wants to put them in a tough spot. And it's, uh, is it shady? Yeah. Is it business? For sure. So this was Tom Pelissero's tweet from the NFL Network. The Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for star quarterback Deshaun Watson, but the price is high for a player of his caliber, and it should be. It'd likely take at least three first-round picks and more. When he reported to camp Sunday, Watson was respectful, but his demeanor reiterated he does not want to be in Houston. The question is, will a team step up with the type of massive offer that would compel the Texans to move him now? Watson also would have to waive his no trade. Waiving the no trade, that's going to happen if it's an attractive enough team. Like That's not a concern. I don't even know if it matters what team at this point. I would actually tend to probably lean that way as well. Deshaun Watson is at Texans camp. The Texans are listening. Three first-round picks, additional players involved in that. That's what is believed the Texans are requesting. But also, you get a quarterback that is sitting on 22 sexual assault civil suits. Are there going to be criminal proceedings? Is this going to get into a criminal situation? We still don't quite know that. But this is also a top-five quarterback in the NFL. This is a guy who can make all the throws. This is a guy who can win. He has shown he can win. And he's young as hell. You're getting a guy who's not even in his prime, who's done nothing but put up Pro Bowl numbers. It is rare that you have a situation where you can acquire this player before he even hits the prime of his career. So all things considered, his numbers, his elite-level play, three first-round draft picks, But 22 sexual assault civil suits are pending. Is it a good idea for a team to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Even if you're team doesn't need a quarterback necessarily I want you to put yourself in the position of a fan base that is in need of a quarterback because think about it the Dolphins the Dolphins are still in this conversation just because they have Tua just because they have Jacoby Brissett nothing's changed they still are one of the few teams that has the arsenal to be able to put a deal together I mean think about it Xavier Howard He's upset. He's in a contract dispute. If you put three first-round picks, which you definitely have if you're the Dolphins, and throw Xavier Howard into the mix, Deshaun Watson's yours. Deshaun Watson is a Dolphin. And then, who knows what you can do with Tua. You could even put him up for a potential deal. He doesn't have to go in the Deshaun Watson deal. He can go some separate entity, and you get two first-round picks back of the three you gave to Houston. At least one and a third, or one and a second and a third. you're at least getting one first. But I'm thinking ambitious, damn it. I'm an ambitious general manager. You're recouping, or you're getting one and a potential starter to replace the corner. Mm -hmm. Like, you can move him for assets. He's still worth that. So from a pure football standpoint, like put yourself in that position because you think – at least the Packers would have a little bit of interest with their quarterback situation right now. Uh, I'm done thinking that that any team, even if they have their franchise quarterback, wouldn't at least consider it, considering how valuable the quarterback position is now. I mean, Jacksonville, probably not. 
But there are some young quarterbacks that still are a little bit unproven that a team would probably put something together for. I, I just, like Seattle, like you you were a little eh on Russell Wilson or he was a little eh on you. Why wouldn't you at least reach out and see what you could get for a young, not in his prime yet, Deshaun Watson if you have the assets? If I'm John Gruden, I'm offering my quarterback back for, for Watson yeah. and the two first-rounders and saying, here, you're never going to get a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback with everything going on and two first-rounders, mm-hmm. and now you've made a major upgrade at the quarterback position if Watson's allowed to play. The Eagles have been linked to Deshaun Watson. We're just a week and a half removed from the Eagles coming up as a name, according to Adam Schefter, that would have the assets to go get someone like Deshaun Watson. The Colts could be in a position where they would be interested in Deshaun Watson. There's plenty of teams. There's plenty of teams that would be better because they had Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. But, and that's the massive, massive, massive word here, all capital letters, B-U-T, but there's the civil suits. And you don't quite know how that's going to work itself out. I am fearful of what the reaction could be to what I'm about to say. Great. (laughs) But when it comes to a football standpoint, I am willing to try to separate the football aspect of it from the outside aspect of it. If the Dolphins pursued Deshaun Watson, would it be uncomfortable? Yes. Would it be a bit sketchy? Yes. Would Dolphins fans, if the Finns got off to a 7-1 and start with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback, be able to overlook in the moment 22 civil suits against him? The answer to that, Coquel, is yes. Like, it is. That's just the reality. I'm trying to look at the reality of this. Is there going to be blowback if a team gets Deshaun Watson? For sure. Is it going to be a PR nightmare? Absolutely. Should it be? Yeah. I mean, a team is putting all its morals aside, all its morals aside, to go get a guy who has not once, not twice, but allegedly 22 different times, and God knows how many more times, been in situations where he is assaulting these masseuses. No matter how you look at it, there's 22 civil suits against him with the possibility of something criminal coming out of this. Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, if I'm a team that's thinking about doing it, I think what also has to factor in, and again, we're trying to toe a line here, but his reputation prior to this was pristine. Mm-hmm. And every, in all accounts, he was a fun-loving, good man prior to all of this. And I think that helps because I think people's memory of him is all those positive things. I think that there is a concern that Deshaun Watson at some point is going to get caught up in this and there's going to be suspensions, potential criminal proceedings, and uh, that would uh, be something that would maybe dissuade you from uh, trying to pursue Deshaun Watson. But this also from Tom Pelissaro of the NFL Network. Interested teams have done homework on Deshaun Watson's legal situation. The NFL hasn't placed him on the exempt list, and the civil cases won't go to trial this year. If a team gets comfortable with that piece, 
It's a rare opportunity to acquire one of the NFL's best young quarterbacks. So let's trust Tom Pelissaro's reporting here, and I have no reason not to, that nothing with the civil suits, nothing in the courtroom is going to take place this year. An NFL investigation is not going to, this year, find him on the exempt list. He's not going to be facing any lengthy suspension or possibility of missing the season via suspension. And again, no court proceedings. You're at least going to end up getting, in all likelihood, a full year of Deshaun Watson. Baggage and all, but a full year of pre-prime, already Pro Bowl numbers Deshaun Watson, but with all the civil lawsuits hanging over his head. Three first-round draft picks. One or two players, that's what it takes. Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. At ESPN West Palm on Twitter. Go ahead and tweet at us. We've got some replies that we'll get to in just a moment. But let's hit the phones. Let's go to Hope Sound. That's where we find Brad. Brad, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Brad? Hey, Ken. Uh, I'm a Dolphin fan, and please, no Deshaun Watson with, uh, with that baggage. You just think it's no too much of a distraction. Does it? Is it? You're concerned that uh, he would come in and uh, there would be distractions abound, and it would affect his play, or you just your moral compass? And, and it's I, I I totally respect whatever uh, your feelings on that matter are. Is it your moral compass that would be more hurt by it? It's the moral compass. I mean, I have a, a wife and, and, and daughters, and, I, and come on, man, really. Mm-hmm. 22 yeah. separate incidents? Yeah. No, and that's that's the one thing I keep having trouble getting over is and I I don't know if you've heard when we've when we've been talking on this show like I've said repeatedly I I don't like judging people on their worst moment. But when the worst moment turns into the worst 22 moments, that's um that's problematic. That's a little bit Thank tougher you. to put behind you. And so for me, like I'm trying to separate the football from the incidents it's hard. It, it is difficult, and appreciate the call. I just, I, I'm trying to look at it from a business standpoint. From a business standpoint, Coquel, it's hell yeah, right? Like, it's just, let's go. Let's acquire the man. Let's get into fully unlocking what we think this roster is and let the PR play out. Because if it goes well on the field, that's going to ease the PR pressure, especially if we're able to get a full year out of Deshaun Watson this year. But what happens when eventually those civil suits do end up potentially going to court. Maybe they're not settled out of court and he has to show up. Then you're going to have to weather that storm. That's difficult. I'm sure all 32 teams are doing their own, have their private investigators work on it because we know they have private investigators and they know oh, that totally. So I'm sure if a team is, teams are starting to look into trading for Watson and if the Texans are putting out reports because someone's leaking it, it's got to be coming from the Texans, where they're talking about five total pieces, whether it's three first-round draft picks and two starters or some kind of combination, they're finding something that means he could play through this. Yeah. There's a reason it's advancing. Yeah, probably. Probably. And uh, Tom Polisaro, that that tweet that he sent out, like you've got to think that he's been passed information that's already been given to teams in the league. Like, hey, we don't think that this is going to be an expedited process. We think that if he does go to court, It'll be next year. And they may have been informed, too. Hey, there's a good chance this stuff gets settled out of court. Is it the right thing to do? I know. I mean, you'd like to see him pay for his transgressions. Depending on if he did it. 
But I depending I, on what he did. And I suppose and I know there's 22, but we don't know. We weren't in those rooms. No. We have no idea how it went down or who these people are. And I'm not just I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because we don't know until there is some kind of trial or there is some kind of solution. I feel dirty looking at this as much as I am from a football standpoint because me like I would like to think that I would just be like, "Ah, no. It's kind of dirty. Guys a scumbag." Like 22, even within that one is enough. Uh, but man, when it gets to the level of 22, even half of those, you're like, man, that's a serial assaulter. But I also, if you look at the Dolphins, you look at this football team, you have a chance to really uh, make up a ton of ground in a short amount of time, and you have the assets. It's a balance. It's a definite balance. And there have been really bad people that have played for NFL teams prior, and they've been winners, and they've been successful. And NFL teams have dealt with the blowback. Do you believe in second chances or do you not? But this one's tough because it's 22, man. But again, it's 22. And I'm not justifying any of his actions, but it's 22 prior to him maybe even recognizing what he's doing is wrong. Because he may not even be fully But that speaks to a bigger issue, though, if he doesn't know what's right and wrong with that. I mean, it depends on what the assault charges actually are. Because you saw some of them are he removed his towel. And he may have thought, I mean, we could act here like this, that there's not a massage place that does those things on every corner from, yeah. from all through but 95. We can sit here and litigate the whole thing, but it doesn't matter what dopey men, you and me. But I'm saying think. those things go on. He may have thought he was in one of those situations and not known he was wrong until this blew up in his face. Either way, it's not a, it's not going to be a fun process for whatever team acquires him. It's not at all, but. Do you think that, man, we could go to a Super Bowl with this guy? Like, where is your priority in that spot? Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Brandon Alvarez tweets, Deshaun Watson feels like a major credit card. You have the money available to get what you want, but then you get that buyer's remorse. There's the pro and the con. The buyer's remorse. What if there isn't buyer's remorse, though? Like, let's just play in the hypothetical game here. Say the Dolphins, and I'm using the Dolphins as an example because they are one of the teams that's going to end up being a name that comes up. Like, I really think that they are because they're one of the few teams that do have the assets that the Texans would be looking for. But if you end up going, Oh, I don't know. Uh, 12 and 5, that's 17, right? Coquel 12 plus 5, 17. Yep, 12 and 5, and you get a bye in the AFC playoffs. You're playing in the AFC title game. Deshaun Watson has completely transformed your franchise. Hasn't that been worth it? And yeah, there's the buyer's remorse of civil suits coming up and of protests outside the stadium, but. You're also in the AFC championship game, and you're competing for a title that's eluded you for 40 years. Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who do we have on uh, on one? Coquel, is that Kenny? Nope, that's Jay and Jupiter. Uh, Jay Jay and Jupiter. Jay, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Jay. Hey, how'd that uh, Michael Vick thing go in Philadelphia? It, uh, it it did blow over, and he played well. 
And in fact, it blew over really quickly. They offered him an extension, didn't they? They did, after one year. Absolutely. If I'm not mistaken, didn't we not see Kobe Bryant's mugshot on the front cover of Sports Illustrated? That's a good point. We absolutely did, and well, he went a, through a trial. They had a, they had a parade yeah. in Los Angeles six years later, and we forget all about that. Yeah. These things, they happen, and then people get over them really quickly. You know why? Because winning has a tendency to give people amnesia. So the notion that you're going to hear a lot of, you're going to get a lot mm-hmm. of blowback and a lot of backlash, these people are going to get over that really quick. You're not going to leave. Yeah. You're going to come back when they're 8-2. and two. You're going to come back if they're 9-1. and one. You're absolutely going to do that if they're in the AFC championship. Now, initially, it's going to be, this guy's a scumbag. Yeah. And, well, what, are you do- what are you guys doing? Yeah, but the louder the wins get, the, the deafening the protests are going to get. So don't buy into that one minute. That's not to say that it's okay. I'm sure. not saying that it's okay, but this is who people are. Yeah, and I'm and with you. this is you. how fans are. Like, Jay, I think I fall into that category. Like, I gave that hypothetical of the Dolphins are in the AFC title game. You know what I'm not thinking about? I'm not thinking about the civil suits unless I see him as part of the pregame show. Like, I'm just not. You don't care about none of that. You don't. You don't care about In fact, not only do you not care about that, you ain't even thinking about that. No. You can care less. Yeah, yeah. You know what you do care about? You you care about the AFC champion pal- that pass rush that, got, that Deshaun, Wa- that Deshaun yeah. Watson got to deal with. That's yeah. what you care about. Yeah. No, appreciate it, Jay. I feel a little dirty saying it, though, Coquel. Like, all, in all honesty, like I do. And I know I live in a sports world, okay? And I'm very insulated in that sports world. Outside of it, I am. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't be because I'm a father of daughters that this resonates with me. Like, you can be a normal human being and not have daughters, and it still resonates with you. I should, I should just swear the guy off. But I also, like, there is, in, this, in the NFL, in pro sports, how many times have you separated business from character, it's possible, and if it's in good e- business, sometimes you have to separate character from it. In every walk of life, every person who's listening has someone in their job who has been accused of something, yeah. and they're able to continue working. Whether it's lesser or severe, yeah, no, you're, you're right, you're right. Man, 22. But Deshaun Watson, we're talking about a prime quarterback, a prime quarterback who's not even in his prime, who's available for you. Is it a good idea to pursue Deshaun Watson? 888-760-3776. Let's head to Lake Worth. Hey, CC. How you guys doing? Good, man. Wonderful. I want to agree and disagree with your last caller in terms of Kobe Bryant and Michael Vick. Here's the situation, and you guys are hammering it. This is 22 situations, and we're not talking about dogs here. We're talking about 22 human beings. So, you got to keep in mind, these women, they're going to come out and and protest against this. Second thing, and let me know what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Every team probably wants a piece of this guy, but you got to have the right pieces around. You got to win immediately to make to calm these people down. So you need to make sure you got a good running game and some receivers. Not just any team should pick him up if you ain't got the pieces around him. That's all I want to say in regards to those twenty-two complaints. Not just twenty-two dogs we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about women, and we're not talking about one Kobe Bryant incident. We're talking about twenty-two different women. This is a pattern. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, CC. And it, but again, uh, and it's a dirty world that's out there. But those things do go on, and he may not have known he was wrong until after. And I'm not justifying the actions. I'm not justifying what he did. I just want to put it in in that aspect. We also don't know that he did all 22. And again, I I don't know if a team should trade for him. I don't know what the answer is. But the Kobe thing was more of a from reading the reports I saw more of a forcible, forceful thing rather than an uncomfortable thing, and I'm not justifying either. Both are horrible, where you know right away you're wrong. Police were called right away you're wrong. He may have done it so many times, he may not have thought it was wrong because no one ever stopped him and no one told him he was wrong. Uh, Gil, 
uh, not Gil, Gil is who we're going to go to. Uh, CC made a good point, though, that if in year one things don't go so well, we use, we've been using the Dolphins as an example because that's the team that I always go to with examples like this because that's who I'm following. And it's our team. We, they hear all their games right here on ESPN 106.3. Exactly. But say you go 10 and not. 10 and 7. No, that's it would that would be 8 and 9. 8 okay. and 9, okay? And it's a little bit underwhelming and uh, you, there start to be some questions about what type of leader he is and some of the extraneous things that take place and you gave up three first round picks for that and you still have the civil suits pending. Like, you do have to win. Like there needs to be a semblance of positivity right away on the field. But you go back to being a leader before all this again, teams were we were saying five first round draft picks may not be enough. He's a great leader. He's a great guy. He's in a terrible organization. Dabo called him the Michael Jordan of football mm-hmm. when he left college. So, like, he has that background of let's let's not all of a sudden say he's a bad leader and a bad dude outside of these incidents because there was never anything. You didn't know anything bad about this dude until this time. Gil is in Jupiter. Gil, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, Gil? Yeah. How you doing? Hey, Ken, what I'd like to throw out, first of all, obviously there's a moral problem here. Yeah. But all this started, if, if you go back, this all started with problem with these gals when he made it clear that he wanted to be traded away. At that point in time, he had not been accused of anything. Now, another interesting part is the next-door neighbor of the unit, of the team that owns that team is the attorney that's representing these people. So it might not be that, and I'm not saying I don't know what's right and wrong, but it might not be that uh, maybe one way to make sure he doesn't leave Houston is to happen to have these kind of problems. Yeah, no, there is, there's definitely a lot of sketch factor to this, Gil. You're right. And I, I just, we, we can only deal with what we know. And we know the civil suits are there. We know this guy on the field is awesome. And we know he's a potential transformational talent. But we also know that if a team acquires him, there's going to be some hell to pay from the community and from the outside. So... All of that right. stuff's going to be litigated, but if you're a team that acquires him, you're going to, whether or not the motives are 100% pure from this lawyer and these women, Like, there's going to be blowback on this, and you just have to decide if it's worth it and appreciate the call. And I, I, I just, man, he's so good. He, I mean, Coquel, he is so good, and he's so young. And he's there. When is the last time something like this has been available to an NFL team? It this hasn't. is the tricky part. That's the thing. Like This is fairly unprecedented. You're also trading one year of bad PR, and if things go well on the football field, for 10 years of success. And the story of, he's young. And the story of possible reclamation, if he does what Michael Vick did, shows immense amount of remorse and, and is able to contribute to the community, right? Like, if you acquire... Oh, you can spin this that way as well like anything can be changed but again if it comes with winning it's a lot easier to do but it can show that personal growth like we didn't give up on this kid i mean there is a growth story there and a story of, of redemption like you said that the dolphins or other teams can feed off of ken levick alive featuring Cal is presented by the fau mba sport management program dr jim reardon he is the man, and he has spent 22 years leading the FAU MBA sport management program. He has put a ton of students into the sports industry. It's wide-ranging. It's not a narrow industry. There are jobs all over the place and to be had, and the sports industry is always expanding. That's the best part. It evolves with the times, and Dr. Jim Reardon keeps you updated with the times, teaching you curriculum, teaching you the ins and outs of the modern sports industry because the professors are in the sports industry. This is firsthand knowledge. Sign up. 
for spring semester courses now. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. You can take them online or take them on campus in Boca. That's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. We'll continue to talk to Sean Watson also when we come back. USA Basketball was, for all intents and purposes, pay-per-view yesterday in the Olympics. We'll discuss that and whether it's right or wrong. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Yeah. 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 I turned on the TV yesterday morning looking for USA basketball against France, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Turns out it was really just sort of pay-per-view. Didn't see that coming. The Olympics, they're for everyone if you pay for it. That was annoying. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. That paying for the basketball was annoying, not the voice that I just uh, made. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We tidy it up for you, pack it in little tiny pieces or the whole big thing, and get it to you if you subscribe to it right to your phone or tablet. If you like ACC football, I throw a lot of it on the Ken Levick Alive podcast this week. So, uh, again, Ken Levick Alive podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and, uh, do it, and do it make now. this part of your family. Do it now. Um, before we get into USA basketball, I do want to, and I, I told you this on Friday, but this is in all honesty. Because uh, I bag on Coquel a lot, and I tease him, and we've got that relationship. He's my radio life partner. What you did at ACC, the work you did in Charlotte was awesome. I mean, you really, you had Dabo, you had Manny, you had Norvell, you had all the Canes, you had all the Knowles, uh, you had Mac Brown. DJ, Big Cinco, DJ Uyungle. Okay, I still don't. Who is who does he play for? Clemson. He's the new Trevor Lawrence. You'll know his oh, name by he? the end of the year. Right. Oh, so yeah. it's sort of like when Tua took over Alabama. No one knew how to pronounce his last name, and then it becomes part of your vernacular. It's got the N in there with gotcha. no with no N actually in there. Gotcha. Yeah. But you did you did such good work there, and I don't know if I feel like that more because I was such a failure at Big Ten. Like I couldn't even get Bob Stoops, and Bob Stoops told me to tell his brother he said hi. Like that's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to me. Um, but you killed it. So if it would and where where in the podcast can we find that additional? You can find a little bit everywhere. There's some in the Ken Levick Alive. Some of the bigger names are in the Ken Levick Alive podcast. We have some in the high school stereo, like a Jordan Travis from FSU. Cool. Because he's a local kid. So any of the local ties, Deerfield kids, St. Thomas kids, they're in the high school stereo. Then the rest is a whole bunch more like Mac Brown, Dino Babers. Some of those guys, they're in the additional podcast. Bronco cool. Mendenhall. So just subscribe to the ESPN West Palm Podcasts, and you'll hear all of the major ACC interviews that Coquel did at ACC Media Days. Uh, it's good to be in the same studio with uh, Coquel. We've only done that sparingly the last couple of weeks. Uh, so yesterday I wake up, and I know it's USA and France on the hardwood, okay? And this is the U.S. debut in the Tokyo Olympics. The U.S. ends up losing. That's a different story and a different discussion for later in the show or even into tomorrow. Um, but... I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm looking, and NBC doesn't have it. And MSNBC doesn't have it. And NBC Sports Network doesn't have it. And CNBC doesn't have it. All the NBC family and networks, I can't find it. I'm finding three-on-three basketball. Uh, I'm finding 
uh, some cycling, but I don't see any uh, USA basketball. Turns out that you either A, have to have Xfinity, and you could watch it on the Xfinity app, or B, you need Peacock, the NBC streaming network. They did not put USA Basketball on Big Boy NBC. You couldn't tune in to WPTV News Channel 5 and watch USA and France, which up to this point would have been the biggest draw viewer-wise for NBC. They put it on the app. I don't subscribe to the Peacock app. I know you do. I do not. Should have shot me a text. I would have sent you the password. I'm just saying. We use multiple TVs. Damn it! All right. We're going to have to set that up for the next one. A lot of good kid shows on there, too. Yeah? I don't know why I'm plugging Peacock, but there are a lot of good kid shows. NBC, you're not hearing us discuss this right now. Um, So, I was like, oh, my God. I have to pay? I have to pay to watch Kevin Durant and pay to watch Drew Holiday and pay to watch Bam Adebayo get dominated by Evan Fournier. What world are we living in right now? I mean, I have con. Comcast Xfinity, also the great people at Comcast. So I was fine watching it in multiple of ways. Good. I'm glad you have your bleep together. Okay. Up your, I up don't. your game. I up know. your game, know, man. That's a you problem. Um, but it also made me think, what sporting events would I actually pay for? Like, what would I actually pay for to watch? I go through this dilemma. We have Dean Thomas on Josh Cohen and the home team, UFC star now. Every week I want to watch these fights because Dean's so heavily involved and he's in the coach's corner, he's on the desk. But I I I can't. ESPN Plus doesn't necessarily, it doesn't get you the main main card. I can't break out the credit card for it, though. And what is it? uh, It could be $12 that I'm not paying for it. But what what would you pay to watch sports-wise on TV? USA Basketball, you, in a way, had to pay to watch it yesterday. That USA basketball, that's not enough for me to pony up the cash, okay? It's just not. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to that place. But what would you pay to watch sports-wise on television? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I mean, Conor McGregor and, and Dustin Poirier was not enough for me to pay money to watch that two weekends ago. It's just too bad the Olympic game wasn't on later on in the day because then you would have went to Stormhouse, but it's in the morning, so you have right. to pay. That's the thing. I can't go to Stormhouse Brewing, US 1, North Palm Beach, half mile south of PGA Boulevard, Crystal Cove Commons, because you're right, it was it was 6.15 in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't, I couldn't go there. That's a little early, and I love their craft beer, but I'm not drinking beer at 6.15 in the morning. Like, I'm not That's going to that place. Time. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. They do have tequila there, by the way. But I... Um, I, I I was like, you know what, though? What would cause me to buy a pay-per-view? Manny Pacquiao, in his prime, had me buying pay-per-views. Tyson in his prime had me. I'm a little bit older. Tyson yeah. in his prime was one. We'd, we'd pony up the pay-per-view and go get it. Would you, if the Super Bowl was behind oh. a paywall, would you pay, and let's just come up with an arbitrary number, would you pay, because they're all with a 99 at the end, would you pay forty nine ninety nine to watch the Super Bowl? Fifty bucks for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine ninety nine. Now we're entering my wheelhouse. If I can just fifty dollars for the, I don't know if it's worth it. I guess it might matter who's playing. Does that factor in? So you would it would the Super Bowl would be dependent upon who's playing for you to pony up forty nine ninety nine for that. I mean, I'd probably go to Stormhouse. But besides that, if I couldn't go anywhere, I don't know. Fifty dollars, a lot of money, man. That's a lot of. Would you pay fifty bucks for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I would. 
I would, because there is a sense of like, and that's the one of those things where you invite some friends over and you can, you can't, yeah, you can't ask for the money. No. Oh, you're that guy. You invite people over and you ask for money back. Yes. From it? You can't charge a cover wait, at your house. Wait. All right. If you, all right. Cause I know there's a lot of you out there, whether it's prize fights, whether it's UFCs and you have your friends over to watch it. When you order a pay-per-view to your home. Do you make your friends chip in? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Because a couple of weeks from now, uh, McLovin has invited me to go to his home for AEW All Out. Okay. And uh, he is is going to purchase that. And we haven't discussed He's this. He's not going to charge you. But if he does, I'm actually going to offer it up. Yeah, and he's going to say no, as he should, because he's a... A grown adult man when or I was, woman can do that, too. I don't know why I made that a sex thing. <laughs> when I was in college and just out of college, if I got pay-per-views, I think it's only fair That's to college. have some You're people like 40 chip now, in. Man. You're a 40-year-old man. You're a man. You're 40. But I feel like it's only fair. Or do you make friends at least bring like beer or like food or snacks? You have to have that stuff <laughs> there for them. And if they want... like. You're the weirdo who will probably bring some special beer that you so you can pretend like you're some worldly guy. So you can bring that, but I'm going to have Bud Light and whatever else so, and a Corona for you or some, whatever. Some, I, I'm some worldly guy. You mean just export beer? Like, yeah, you try to be cool so you can talk about why you like this beer and, and the hops in it. Yeah, you're right. Import beer makes me a weirdo, you weirdo. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When you order a pay-per-view... Whether it's boxing, whether it's UFC, whatever it might be, bare knuckle boxing, I don't know. And you have friends over, do you make them chip in for the pay per view? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. There's a lot of venues. Say, do you go to a, a you know, ex sports bar or a club? That cover that you're paying at the door is to in part, help cover the cost of what that venue pays to be able to show said pay-per-view. So when it's your home, you should have some buddies chip in. It's and You shouldn't even have to ask. It should be offered up like, hey, hey, man, here, I, I appreciate you hosting us. Here's a couple bucks, right? Why don't you just have your daughters sit there with, with, a, little, with a little bucket that says donations <laughs> on it? Oh, Dress them the dirty, like the clothes you know that you know are a size too small, but you're like, all right, I'll wait till their birthday to buy the new outfit. Dress them in those, and then just put them there. Make sure their hair isn't combed, and just put donations at the door for at that oh, point. Come man. on, Ken. Jerry is in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Jerry, am I right or wrong about this? That if I say say I I order a pay per view and I have, <laughs> hey man, can you pay, you know just a couple bucks chip in? Like, is that wrong of me or is that being really cheap? Um, I I think it really depends on perspective. Um, but I do agree with you. It depends on the event, right? Yeah. Like like a, a fight that costs because there have been fights that cost it, you know, in the hundred dollar yeah. range, and like you want to watch and go to a bunch of your friends. So like, hey, let's all get together. Let's meet up at your place, and um, you know, we'll charge fifteen twenty dollars. We'll pitch in. But if it's an event like the Super Bowl, you know, that's something where I wouldn't charge. But like, if I'm hosting, I'll just tell everybody to bring something. Hey, you know, just 
just bring, bring a case of beer. Hey, you know, just you know, bring bring some plates yeah. and napkins. Yeah, and like no. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have to charge plates anyone to watch. I, I wouldn't have anyone to give me money for free TV, <laughs> the Super Bowl. But but it's it's Jerry, you're right. It's only right to bring something for everybody to eat. I'm sorry, I'm not money bags, Coquel hey, over here. Hey Jerry, I'm watching <laughs> the NBA draft on Thursday. Can you bring some toilet paper with you? Like, what are we doing, guy? <laughs> uh, Jerry, appreciate the call, man. Uh, I. I would say you should probably, if you're hosting something, you should spring for the napkins and the, and the plastic silverware, okay? The $3 pack of plates? Like, what are we doing? Do and you, honestly, if I'm hosting, Ken, I'm getting like the $4 red ones that don't break easily. I'm going all out for those plates. <laughs> you know, paper plates are a legit thing that you've got to actually pay some attention to because the flimsy ones, that can ruin a party if the grease just falls right My through. mom used to use those all the time for even our dinners and stuff half the time, and then she'd serve lasagna. I'm like, this thing, I'm going to be eating the bottom of the plate when I try to eat the bottom of my cheese and the lasagna. Like, come on, Mo, get it together. Um, when oh, you eat sorry. pizza, when you eat pizza, uh, do you use a paper plate or do you use just like a folded paper towel? I use a paper plate. Yeah, okay, because I use a paper towel. I go with the double ply like paper towel. Nothing gets me more mad though when I see people start ripping off the pizza box and using that as a plate. I've seen that done. Yeah. Like, like come on. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, caveman? <laughs> yeah. If you order a pay-per-view boxing, one of those expensive ones, is it at least reasonable to expect that your buddy should chip in when they come over. 888-760-3776. I cannot wait to invite Evan Cohen 5-6 to six over for the NBA draft, though. I'm going to ask him, and then I'm going to charge him back, oh, it's 40 bucks. Sorry, electric fees. Electric prices are up. <laughs> Electrical like, fees. What are you, you going to charge? You're going to charge people for everything they do? Oh, you want a cold? Oh, is it too hot in here? All right, that'll be an extra $3 room cooling You're going to be like the Spirit Airlines of uh, of hosting watch parties. Like, me? That's what you're doing. You, you would really charge <laughs> your friends to sit on your couch and watch something just to help out i'm having you to my home i'm having your dirty backside sitting on my couch to watch boxing 888-760-3776 i gotta tell you about greenway kia west palm beach we thank them for having us out there on wednesday at greenway kia west palm beach myself and theo dorsey wptv news channel 5 you should head out to greenway did they charge you to to show up they did not charge me to show up they're not going to charge you if you want to show up and look at some of the fine selection of kias great automobiles like my kia k5 gt that they also serviced over there as well and uh, made sure that it was clean and it looks great it is spot Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. They're on Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach.com. I got my car from Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. You will want to as well. Again, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. Coquel thinks I'm crazy. Coquel thinks I'm legitimately insane for having the goal to ask somebody to chip in a couple of bucks if I go ahead and get a pay-per-view and have people over to my home. Also, Spencer Lakeworth, feel free to call back. I don't know how to push the buttons, and I hung up on you. Good job. Mark is in Pompano. Mark is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mark? How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. What do you? What, am I out of line here? Like, am I unreasonable? I always thought that it no. was it was sort of a, hey, let's all chip in and be a community, but apparently not. No, I mean, honestly, just be like, listen, I got three cases of beer. I got pizza and wings. Like, throw me five bucks. We'll make everything cheaper yep. for everybody. Yep. Like, come on. Well, I it. completely agree. We're charging people for food now, too? Dude, it's cold. No, 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 no. I'd be like, listen, I'll supply the beer. I'll supply the food. Just toss in a little bit of money. 
How about, yeah. how about a dollar a slice, a dollar a can of beer? Just start making people <laughs> this buy This isn't it. a concession stand, Coquel. It but this feels is like, like one. This is just being a, a good person. And thank you, Mark. This is being a good friend. Not just a good person, but a good friend. Oh, the dollar beer sounds good. <laughs> a dollar beer? Mean, I, yeah, I, that would work. I mean, You're it works right. out because I, I, I'm a lightweight these days. I don't ever drink. Three is going to get me a nice buzz. I don't need to pay the five. <laughs> but you wonder why I don't invite you over to watch anything because apparently like, you don't ship in a thing. You don't ship in anything. I knew I, I, I needed to know something about you. You might be my radio life partner, but as far as, uh, as inviting you to a watch party is concerned, I'm having serious doubts now. I'm really shook by this whole thing. Spencer is in Lake Worth. Hey, Spencer. Hey, I'm with Ken on this, man. We've been doing this for many years, and a bunch of us get together when fights come up, and they all understand they pitch a few bucks in to help out with the pay-per-view because most of us can't afford it one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. We've got Monopoly Man Coquel over here. I didn't realize. Just rotate locations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will, but that's why then everybody should chip in. It's a community effort in this thing. Like, Spencer, I'm not – I didn't know USA Basketball was apparently pay-per-view. I wouldn't be having people over for that. But, like, the Super Bowl or, like, a a major championship fight, yeah, that's that's what you do if you're a normal person and appreciate the call, Spencer – what group? What group of friends did you hang out with up in Long Island? What do you mean, people who would invite me over? I mean, I never hosted, but people who would invite <laughs> me over, they were going to charge me. You don't. Char- I, I get it. The college years charging, and our audience who's in the eighteen to twenty-five range. I get it, but like after that, like, all right, it's time to man up a little bit. You got a job. You're a host of a daytime radio show. <laughs> You're the drive time noon. Is that what's the day part? What is that called? Whatever day it's part, called. Yeah, midday. Midday's on ESPN 106.3, and you're going to charge me $3 to watch a fight? <laughs> now, if I pay $2, can I watch, like, the first two rounds? Like, how, how does this work? <laughs> it's, it's just a couple of bucks, man. You are so offended over something that's not that. Just throw me, like, three bucks, and we're good. Three bucks. Is it worth the three? This is my – now let's get serious now. I want to get serious with you. Is it worth – for you and your pride, I think there's some in there deep down somewhere. <laughs> your pride, is it worth asking for the $3 to have the $3? I would hope that you, out of uh, awareness of what it means to be a friend, would already offer up the $3. But I would I would just be like, hey, guys, just chip in a couple of bucks, and I'll even shop for it. I know what you're doing. I know your move. You're going to get $5 <laughs> from this guy, $5 from that guy. Racket? And all of a sudden, it's... 13 people for the $50 fight. And Ken, I don't know about you, no math. Five oh, times 13, $75. Everything's coming up, Kenny. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Papa's got a new TV. <laughs> I'm, it's not a racket. 888-760-3776. You can uh, tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. When we return, we have a very important Olympic trampoline update. And... Conference realignment in college football. What is this going to mean to Miami and Florida State in particular? And you guys can Venmo us money to make sure you pay for the upcoming <laughs> segment to get Ken through the day. <laughs> East Coquel, I'm Ken Lavica. TV's coming to pop. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> ah, yes. That terrible can sound of cartoon bouncing means that it's time for an Olympic trampoline update here on Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel because we don't care about track and field. We don't care about the pool. We care about the world sport. That's trampoline. We are just four days away from Friday's women's final in trampoline. Wow. 
And then Saturday, wake up early as the men's medals will be awarded on the trampoline. The Japanese are hoping that Hikaru Mori, the reigning women's world champion, can bring home gold. But Mori has competition, Kokel. Dohata Chisato, who was runner-up at the last world championships, is going to give Mori a run for her money. Let's not forget the legendary Dong Dong of China who won gold at London in 2012, silver at Rio in 2016, and then was the bronze medalist at Beijing in 2008. Dong Dong may have retired, but Gao Lei is now looking on the men's side to win a medal. And we know, we know Gao Lei loves the move where he drops on his butt and bounces back to his feet. <laughs> That's his go-to move. Tomorrow... And our Olympic trampoline update will break down the American chances on the men's and women's side. And we'll also have the production team make the Olympic music a little bit longer. <laughs> the production team may have uh, may have undercut that just a bit. Their, their Venmo payment cut off at like 11.55. They weren't done yet, so that's what happened. Are you going to have people over for the uh, trampoline and charge them? If you guys could Venmo the show so we can have another like two minutes of Olympic music we have to pay NBC, <laughs> that would be great. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, hey, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Pat's going to be on tomorrow, by the way. He's our sports agent and sports law insider. But if you have a personal injury matter, Pat... He not only is smart when it comes to sports law and sports agents, he's smart when it comes to defending you in personal injury matters. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. WantToLawyerUp.com. Want to lawyer up for your free consultation. They have decades of trial experience. They're working for you. Pat's working for you. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. It looks like this is going to happen now, Coquel. Oklahoma and Texas have formally announced to the Big 12 that they are not going to be a part of the new media deal. They are withdrawing, and in 2025, the plan is that they are going to exit the Big 12 and would be entering the SEC. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're leaving in 2025, though. That's just when they had to sign by today to extend it. Today was the deadline. So they could still leave early. They've just got to pay... An exorbitant amount of money. They have to pay a certain percentage of each year of the TV rights back for up to two years. So even if they say somehow left this year, which I think is mm-hmm. pretty impossible with schedules and things like that, they would have to pay thirty-eight million dollars if we go by last year's rights for each of the two year or for two years they'd miss. Yeah. So each team would have to pay a total of seventy-six million dollars. Something that kept popping up on my Twitter timeline over the weekend was the report that the SEC has been flirting with Florida State. For a number of years, but that has picked up now, uh, now that it seemingly looks like there's going to be another conference shift, another conference realignment. So Florida State, just think about that, Florida State in the SEC. That also makes you wonder, would the SEC try and poach a school like Miami? Because I think that a package deal of Florida State and Miami would be a good thing, though you already have Florida State and Florida, but why wouldn't you? And the ACC would fight like hell to keep Miami because that's one of their recognizable brands. I, I just wonder if Miami would maybe get caught up in this entire thing, but would it be a good idea for Florida State and Miami to go to the SEC? Like from a money standpoint, yeah, sure. But I feel like you have to look at it past money for a little bit because from a competitive standpoint, I'm sorry, Canes fans. I'm going to say something really unpopular. Florida State might be bad now, 
But Florida State at least brought the ACC what it was looking for, and that's a national championship in football, and that's football notoriety. What has Miami done at all in the ACC other than be mediocre? Like, they haven't brought anything. They won a basketball regular season championship, and other than that, what what has Miami done for the ACC? And the ACC likes them because of their brand, but would they be competitive in any way, shape, or form in the SEC? But that's their huge thing is getting that brand and the the history of Miami and the U and everything that comes with being a part of the U. That's why they would want them, right? Yeah. But the report's saying Florida State. I think Florida State, what are they going to do in the SEC? They would be terrible. The original report was Florida State and Clemson going. Clemson makes sense. I would, Clemson could be their but, power. But if I, even if I'm Clemson, Hey, Clemson, Dabo, you're not going to win all those games if you're playing SEC every week. But I would argue that Florida State could come in and win the SEC immediately in basketball. Florida State would, would come There's into the SEC. There's other sports. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. But at least Florida State has a better chance of uh, than, than Miami does of fielding a competitive team in a major sport because that's really what you're looking for from a competitive standpoint. And then you can build, continue building the football program because Florida State does sell itself eventually but Miami what what has Miami brought the ACC that it would be able to uh it would be able to actually bring forth success wise in the SEC I just don't know Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel it was a cool week and it's already been a cool week and it's been a week for I don't know like 13 hours it's time now for the EDS air conditioning cool moment of the week time now for the coolest moment of the week cool Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. This morning, it was Slovenia and Argentina in the Olympics. And you had a major, major Luca explosion. We're going to be excited about their Olympic debut. Did you see this coming? <laughs> this, is, this is a half for the ages. Oh my goodness, 62 points for Slovenia, and tonight he is literally a man among boys. So Slovenia beats Argentina 118-100, Luka Doncic 48 points in his first game in the Olympics. He is a man. Yeah, it makes you feel so much worse about Durant not being able to be France. (laughs) Come on, KD. (sighs) Luka Doncic. Steph Curry. Fraud. (laughs) Fraud. Luka Doncic. He is the subject of the EDS Air Conditioning. Cool moment of the week, EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Go to edsairconditioning.com with any AC or plumbing matter. They've got you taken care of at edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. That'll do it for us. Tomorrow we'll come back. I do want to discuss more about Florida State and Miami. If they're going to get caught up in the conference realignment and if it would make sense for them other than how much money they would get in a media deal to go in to the SEC. Would it actually hurt them more? Because I don't see especially how Miami competes really anywhere in any of the notable sports. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. Follow us on Twitter at KLV1063. Follow me at RealCoachK. We'll be posting our Venmos. And you can pay for the show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we've been live on ESPN1063. Pay us, damn it. <laughs>